Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to Love Your Work Life, episode 89. One of the more challenging things about getting into a job search, especially when you're employed and you're employed in a toxic environment, you are dealing with a lot of negative circumstances going on at your current job is navigating all that stuff while you're trying to be up and positive and do all the things, you know, really that you know you can do and that you have to do in the job search process. Because people want to see the real you when you show up for those interviews, when you're interacting with people. You've heard me talk many times about energy and how energy can be felt. There's that experiment in an auditorium full of tuning forks that all you have to do is strike one and all the others start vibrating at the same frequency. This is why you really want to put some time and investment in yourself and managing your own thoughts and your own energy while you're job searching because you want the energy of the real you to be the energy that's showing up in those conversations versus I get this um, vision of like Wonder Woman with the gold bracelets and you're just fighting off all those bullets coming at you. That fierce energy, that survival energy isn't typically the one that you wanna take with you into the interviews. So today, I wanna talk to you about navigating a toxic workplace while you are job searching, while you're doing all of the things related to making your move. And hey, step one is just deciding to actually do it. I get so many people reaching out to me on LinkedIn, raising their hand, saying, I'm ready, but I'm scared. That is the conflict, my friend, to be managed. So I want to teach you how to manage it so that you are no longer bound or inhibited by the negative circumstances going on. You're not going to fix them. Let's be real. It's like moving a giant ship. (laughs) Have you seen those giant ships? The little tiny rudders, right? And it takes forever to recalculate and get that thing moving. That's what changing workplace culture is like. So while they're, even if they're improving, moving things around, it's a slow, slow process. So I want you to take charge of you so that you can get what you want faster, easier, better, while 
behind the scenes, you're putting up that shield. You're covering yourself. You're navigating all the flaming darts that are coming at you in that toxic workplace. Instead of saying yes to all the flaming darts that we would call, say, circumstances happening around you, I want you to pay attention to the thoughts that accompany them. And these are your thoughts because it's kind of a double whammy. You've got all the stuff happening and then you have your thoughts about what's happening. You can't control what's happening, but you can control your thoughts about what's happening. And that is where you win. Here's the process. Start with how you feel. Be curious about what's creating those feelings. You may want to say his action, her action, their action made me feel that way. I was disrespected. I was ignored. And you might actually be disrespected and ignored. I'm not saying you're not. But your thought about the circumstance of being shut down in a meeting is where you're either taking control and taking your power back or you're giving it up. It's your thought. If someone shut you down in a meeting and you decided to think, wow, they're really distracted. I wonder what's going on. That's a very different feeling than they're disrespecting me. How do you feel when you're disrespected? Angry, discouraged, defeated. Maybe there are other ones that you feel. And those feelings are not going to help you navigate what's going on in that place. It's probably going to result in you shutting down in some way. And I get that. Our brains are really good at protecting us. It's so important for you to pay attention to your feelings and the thoughts that are creating those feelings because the actions that that feeling motivates either serve you or or they don't. So as you start paying attention to your thoughts, as you start getting super curious, you will notice that sometimes it's a monologue. Sometimes it's just a steady stream of thoughts that don't serve you. They don't like me. This isn't working. They don't respect me. I'm never going to get another job. I'm going to be stuck here forever. You know, that's a monologue that doesn't help. And I just think sometimes, wouldn't it be nice if our nature was a monologue of really awesome, positive thoughts that make us feel empowered and purposeful and confident? It's just not the way we're wired, unfortunately. So instead of trying to get a steady stream of positive, what I want you to do is start a dialogue. Interrupt the monologue with dialogue. And that means, not in a crazy way, but that actually means having a conversation with yourself. But you've got to be paying attention because so much of the time, that monologue is just running along under the surface. 
it's like those rivers, you know, they get covered with ice, but it's still flowing underneath. So you need to break through that ice and really start to understand what's happening under the surface and interrupt that flow by questioning, answering, and intentionally replacing the thoughts that are not serving your bigger goal, your greater purpose. Even if that purpose is just getting out of that awful workplace that's sucking the life out of you, that's not leveraging everything you have to offer. How do you do that? It's like I said at the beginning, you go back to the feelings. But now, instead of, I feel awful, what's the thought that's causing that feeling is you say, I want to feel this way. I want to feel confident. I want to feel certain. I want to feel energized. What are the thoughts that are going to create confident, energized, purposeful feelings for you? And that's where you just get super duper intentional. Your job is to interrupt the monologue, question all of those individual thoughts, and make a decision about them. Is it true? Most of those thoughts aren't even true. It's a lie that you'll never find a job where people appreciate you. That's just a lie. And you get to call it out as that. You get to tell your own brain, no, I'm not going to go there. You don't have to lean into it. You can answer it. You can challenge it. And when your brain says, yeah, but nobody appreciates you here, you can answer that one too. That's the conversation. It's really, really interesting. Just the act of acknowledging it diffuses it a little bit. It's like, I'm on to you. I'm going to pay more attention to what you're serving up. Is this something that's going to help me? Is this something that's going to get me moving forward? Is this something that's going to make keep me in fear and feel stuck? These are the questions that you get to ask yourself in that conversation. Now, it's super helpful if you write some of this out on paper. Write out your negative thoughts and then throw it away after. Throw it in the fireplace, tear it up, shred it, whatever you want to do. It doesn't have to be sitting around for you to look at again. What's so cool is when you write it all down, you do have this little moment where you read it over again and you realize how kind of ridiculous it is. And maybe you have the conversation with what's written. Each one of those thoughts, you have an answer for it. Nope, that's not actually true. I've created a lot of great results. No, I've landed a job before. I can do it again. You can start having a better conversation simply by acknowledging and writing down those thoughts and then coming up with your counterpoint to those. That's what intention is all about. That's what managing your mind is all about. 
And that when you manage your mind, the circumstances at your job don't actually have to change for you to feel better. I know that sounds a little wacky because maybe they should change. There's a lot of awful places out there. I've worked in some tough situations and I know you are working in tough situations too. But simply the act, the habit, the process of managing your own mind will make those circumstances that you're encountering on a daily basis much more manageable. Because moment to moment, you can decide what you want to think about that circumstance. And you know what? Neutral is fine. I'm not saying that you have to turn everything into some this positive, peppy thought. But you can just decide that's not true. And leave it at that. Take some time to start observing. It's in the observance of a circumstance that it starts to change. That's quantum physics. We know enough about it to know that. That simply observing your own thoughts will empower you to start thinking new things and having better conversations in your own head so that you can navigate all the stuff you need to on the job, off the job, and in the move that you want to make in your career. There was a time when I was in a job I really loved. It was so challenging and it was everything I imagined it would be. And my manager started acting weird, started micromanaging me, started um, questioning everything, not just me, but everything that was going on in the business, started making decisions about strategies and product directions that just didn't fit with our brand identity and who we served in the market. And I started getting really frustrated. I started even feeling um, undervalued because my suggestions were questioned or dismissed or he was on to something else and I felt like I couldn't get his attention. But once I started paying closer attention to my thoughts about the situation, it started getting better. And then I one-upped it. Then I started looking closer at the strengths that I had, the contributions that I knew I was making. And I started managing myself and rebuilding myself in terms of what I knew to be true about me at a very deep core behavioral level. It was a game changer because when you start questioning your thoughts, changing that conversation, mix in a little bit of self-awareness 
about what's awesome about you, you can be a little bit more understanding of other people too. The other thing about that circumstance was it was back in the economic downturn of 2008. So maybe there were some reasons to be scared, but reasons to be scared doesn't mean you have to think scary thoughts. You can think thoughts of possibility. You can think thoughts of, I can handle anything because you can. All right, my friend, stop by my LinkedIn profile because I just posted a replay of a masterclass. So look for that on my profile. Maybe I'll even put it in the featured section. I want you to find it and I want you to take a look at it because there are some really great ideas in there about how you can start to rebuild your confidence, shore up what's amazing about you and do some things that'll get you on your way to making that really important career move. The webinar is called Leave Your Toxic Job So You Can Feel Good Again. All right, until next time. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.